0: sequence.
1: Yo, what up? This is Prozac. This is Shaq's 2 dope from his St. Cloud posse. Duh, yeah, this is Bree. Yo, this be the one them called Tech Nine. What's up? This is Mad Child. This is your boy Spider-Man, a.k.a. Brother Lynch, huh? Jared from Head P.E. Yo, what up? This is Hobbs. My name is Recognized. This is Boondock.
2: Yo, this Blasey there, homie. Welcome to The Underground, Australia's home of underground
0: music. Here we go for episode 13 of The Underground, Amp. it is Ned, joined by Nim and John Fitzgerald. I am rocking a cold, boys, so bear <laughs> with me.
2: How are you guys going? Yeah, good, dude. It's very strange being in the studio without the real JSL Herbert. Yes, it's we like jump into that shortly, man, but
0: before we do, Gmo Ski is on the show a little bit later on and hyped up for that one, Nim.
1: Very, very excited for that, Nettie. You know that I'm a massive Gmo fan. Absolutely loved all of his work. Even got his Gmo t-shirt too. I'm really looking forward to uh, when he's down here because I wanted to get him to sign my GameCube. Yeah, I was about to <laughs> yeah. say that. I
0: think that's fantastic. Ski is very, very much outspoken sort of character. He's coming here June 20th and 21st. 20th in Sydney, 21st in Melbourne. Touring with Ritz and of course Stevie Stone of Strange Music. That is an that's ultimate a- night out, right there. That's a sick lineup. Tickets are going out the door like herbs goes through.
2: <laughs> the toilet paper and iced coffee. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> toilet paper and iced coffee, nice. I am not with it today. Thank you for having my back there. But yeah, definitely pick these up. There's not many meet and greets left in Melbourne either. Jump online, com and get amongst it. It's going to be crazy.
1: Hells to the air, yeah, man. I'll tell you, one thing that I'm really, really uh, pumped about the show, too, is like. Laundry is a pretty synonymous venue when it comes to hip-hop gigs. I've seen a lot of, it's a great little intimate venue. And not only that too, the last time we saw Ritz was probably two years ago, Nettie. And that man knows how to do a live show. Even if uh, you're just going for GMO, hang around for Ritz because he is, the man's a showman. He knows what he's doing.
0: Oh, he certainly does, and I haven't seen Stevie Stone yet, Johnny. You missed out on seeing Ritz live, so you'll get to see him this time round. It is going to be absolutely phenomenal. I don't actually know who else you could throw in there to sort of top it off, man. It's going to be ultimate for us sort of underground cats. So we're very much looking forward to it. Love the idea of you getting your GameCube signed as well, Nimi. I think that's fantastic.
1: (laughs) Yeah, cannot wait, man. I've already got my tickets. It's uh, check it out for yourself, man. It should be really, really cool.
0: Yes, man. And something else that is really really cool really really smooth and very much a ladies man changing things up is of course Johnny you're about to get into it Jace L Herbert (laughs) he is not with us today because obviously he's an elite athlete and has other things to do.
2: And obviously hanging out with his friends and recording podcasts is just getting in the way, honestly of, well, it uh, is. of the athlete life. I mean, come on. Sorry,
1: I mean, you don't see LeBron sort of going, you know what guys, I'm sorry, but ball comes first, or there's plenty of time for social life afterwards and that's exactly what Jay thinks as well. Well,
2: I mean, think about it, like LeBron does a, like a press conference, you know, after the game, then he probably goes home and he gets in his cryogenic lab or whatever and he freezes <laughs> himself for the next game, but that's what Herbst does, right? If he can't fit us in around his schedule bad luck you know he's got time for a few social interactions and interviews during the week And you know <laughs> we recorded this a bit later today so bad luck guys
1: i would love to see a press conference at the taylor's lake football <laughs> club with herbs afterwards and like you know people like dean lawson the weekly advertiser oh, jason uh, in the second quarter there was a tested mark that you're a part of and uh, you ran from what Look to me that you ran from the competition. What what happened there <laughs> You're an idiot, dude! <laughs> <laughs> <That's good. laughs>
0: yeah, but there would have been a massive, massive pause in between Dean <laughs> asking that question and you're an idiot. <laughs> and possibly a I'm thinking <laughs> an idiot there as well. <laughs> I'm thinking uh,
1: Well if you give me a chance to speak yeah. <laughs>
0: I, I like it a lot, man. And God bless J. Herbert, man. He is a very unique character. And we found out last week that maybe the reason that he does tend to avoid the bathroom is because he just wants to save money on such things as water bills, power, and electricity, which Johnny and I were talking about, man. You know how he never drives? He will never drive a car. That is simply to save money. To save money. You know, we're the idiots, man. You drive from Melbourne to Horsham all the time. Jay's not going to do that to save money.
1: He, he, He won't leave the 30k radius
0: out of Horsham. No, I guarantee you today, I'm not going to go out here and ask him next time he's on the show. Guaranteed he's getting a lift with someone.
2: Well, here's my theory, okay? I reckon the only person he's comfortable enough to ask for a lift has a kid playing in the under-14s. That's why he's had to leave early. <laughs> <laughs> not, they're not playing resis. He's had to be out there all day and hence why he couldn't make it in to record with us. Yeah, it's, it's, it's very questionable, isn't it? Yeah.
0: Maybe he was working. I forget what his excuse was. <laughs> yeah. But there's no JLH this week or next week, so... Sorry. So turn off now if uh, <laughs> yeah, you may as well to wish. Yeah, if you're yeah, after us getting abused, it's probably not going to happen.
1: Yeah, or unfortunately, um, it is a lot of our fan base. We know, enjoy uh, listening to the big droogie and, uh, you know, hopefully he'll be back bigger and better. Or he'll just have two weeks worth of abuse uh, <laughs> to load up and fire at us in a, in a fortnight's time.
0: Yeah, exactly, man, I, and that's what usually does happen, especially yep. like you give the guy a bit of a break, he comes back, he's more abusive
2: than ever, so... And the best thing is he's definitely not going to listen to this, so we can talk <laughs> as much rubbish about him as we want. Oh, <laughs>
1: very, very much. You hit the nail right on the head there, and especially considering the fact for a man that has what is infinite amount of spare time... <laughs>
0: I don't know what you're talking about.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Even though Jay's in here, we've still got a jam-packed show. Plenty to talk about, too, because uh, we're right in the midst of the NBA Finals. And I think everyone, especially LeBron James, wants to know what the hell was J.R. Smith thinking?
0: Yeah, that's one of the biggest brain fades ever. They're saying that's as big as the Chris Webber brain fade back in the day yeah. where he called that time out.
2: He it, tried to call the time out. Yeah. yeah, like I just... Also, just as a side note, isn't it great that we're able to segue
1: from our good buddy Jace L. Herbert doing what he does best and stupidity into <laughs> J.R. Smith? It's perfect. Perfect also segue. An elite athlete. It's done something stupid.
2: <laughs> what, it, what it guess uh, shows him is even pro athletes at the top of their game in local football or at the top of their game in NBA can have a brain fade. Like exactly. it's just uh, it just happens.
0: I just like how you both said that JLH and LeBron James are going to go into some sort of what, what do you say some sort oh, of some lab?
2: Some, yeah, yeah, the cryogenic or the uh, hydro or something. Yeah. And, <laughs> and get ready for the next game. It's like the Terminator or something. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, like that, that game. I just, I mean, then there was the brain fade. Did you see uh, Javale McGee try and dunk that one under the ring and get rejected by the by the rim? Did you see that oh, one? Just I did not. Actually, oh. have
0: not seen this game yet. Was he playing at the end of the,
2: yeah, the in the Yeah, for the Warriors, and wow. um, it was just about as big a brain fade. As you in could the see. last quarter, yeah, he, he, he took a, he took a dribble to, to settle himself, and then he still dunked it into the ring.
0: Wow, that's uh, what you <laughs> call game one nerves in yeah, the NBA yeah. Finals. I but, guess
2: um, I was just saying to Nimi before before we started recording is that was Cleveland's chance at take game one, make a statement, maybe even if they drop game two, but then go into the, the Cleveland, two Cleveland games with a, a 1-1 series record, and then make a statement there, but I think they've blown it a little bit. Well, I reckon that is going to be a pivotal moment, and we'll be talking
0: about it yep. for many years. I haven't seen the game yet. I had some work being on yesterday, so that was sort of stale. But, I would say Golden State will come back and win. Yep. Can LeBron James score 51 points every game to get them that yeah. close? I,
2: I just Yeah, I don't think so. I think... I, I said it a couple of weeks ago. I think he's going to run out of steam. And unfortunately for him, it looks like it might be sometime during this series, unfortunately.
0: Yeah, it is going to have to happen. And I was talking to a few guys about it yesterday. The fact that they've even made the finals is amazing. Mm. Coming in from fourth spot there. Yep. Halfway yeah, through the right. season, they changed their entire yeah. roster, yep. basically.
2: i was saying to a mate yesterday, yeah, so like, you know, we have to watch Warriors-Cavs again, you know, for the fifth year in a row, whatever it is, but at least if it can go to seven games and be a bit of a, uh, you know, be a bit of a fight, it'd be good to watch, but the last thing we want to see is just LeBron jacking up 50 points every game and the Warriors doing their thing, because there's no one no in Cleveland's going to win if that's how they're going to play. No, exactly.
1: Just a quick one, though. Let's have a, let's, um, because we've probably talked a about Golden State and the Cavs just due to the fact that, you know, we have seen them in the final like 700 times. But uh, let's look at the Celtics and let's look at the Rockets too because at the start, during game one of the the conference finals, it almost did look like, hey, you know what, maybe we could be seeing uh, the Celtics get through. Maybe we could be seeing the Rockets get through because there were some pretty competitive forms and you have to sort of think that if both the Rockets and the Celtics were at 100%, would we be seeing Cavs and Golden State again?
0: No, we wouldn't. I, uh, I, I yeah, don't I would think no so. Either, I'd say yeah. this is the last time, last year, that we're going to see Golden State and well, the I Cavs. About it.
1: If Chris Paul was still there, would we be seeing Golden State in there?
0: Oh, no chance. And, and same deal with Celtics. Like I remember we were just talking about this a couple of weeks ago. We were mm. actually thinking it was going to be Boston Rockets. And i don't know did they choke or
2: no i think they just. again they just say uh, that maybe they peaked a bit early yeah I mean, again they were just running out of steam at the wrong time Le- lebron james factor is just too much i think that's yeah. what got and them in the end
1: plus it's also one of those things too we see it in a lot of elite sports Taylor's like football club included yeah uh, where <laughs> teams that are like in that have are used to playing finals or are used to playing extra season sort of games kind of know the routine whereas other other teams like let's just say for example uh you know your boys North Melbourne they're cuz we saw a couple of years ago remember when they got to the prelim yep. final yep. and it was sort of like they were just outclassed on the day cuz it's just it's a different game. Yeah, mm. it's a completely different. Yes, it is the same game, but when you're in that situation, it's just like, okay, well, we're a little bit overawed on the biggest stage.
2: I completely agree. I think that's a big factor in sports that probably gets overlooked a lot. Again, like how much experience. Like LeBron James has been to the finals what, eight times in a row or something now, nine yeah, times in a row, yeah, something yeah. like Ridiculous. that. Like you, you can't mistake that that's going to be a big factor because he knows how to prepare. He knows what to expect. Now, like you're saying, yeah, you know, the Celtics team's very inexperienced, I guess. Yeah, and yeah. I and mean, you know, like Tatum and Brown, all these guys, like they did an amazing job, but it's just a whole different ball game. I think they were up. Were they up two zip, the Celtics? I'm Definitely pretty sure. Were, and like, yep. then it just sort of, yeah, you get a bit ahead of yourself, and then you go back to Cleveland. Obviously, LeBron just did his thing. But um, I think we probably would have seen a very different series if Kyrie was healthy, if Gordon Hayward had played the season. Then, like you're saying on the uh, Rocket side, if Chris Paul didn't miss the last two games or yeah, whatever it was, him. I think we possibly could have seen a different series. But, and like you're saying, Ned, I, I, I do agree that this will probably be the last time we'll see Kyrie yep. v. LeBron in an NBA finals. I mean, not that, you know, we're hoping for it at all, because, I mean, they're both superstars, but, you know, it's about time we saw some other teams, I reckon, at this yeah, time, I, time of
0: year. I definitely think that's going to happen. Like, Philly's going to be right up there next year. Boston's going to yep. be right up there next year. And, of course, if LeBron does leave Cleveland, there's no chance Cleveland's nah, going to be up nah. there. They're going to be way down the bottom again. It'll be just like the Miami factor a few yeah. years back, so yeah, it's going to be interesting. And then over in the West, wow, like, it's such a competitive yep. conference over there, so it'll be interesting, but I suppose enjoy this while you can. What are your predictions, guys? Guys, what are you thinking
2: is going to happen? I think it'll be Warriors. I'm just not sure how many games it'll be. Yeah, I,
1: I, I think the Warriors will actually. They'll wrap it up very, very quickly. That's just what I reckon, because, you know, we saw last year that uh, the Cavs managed to just get their nose in front a little bit to keep the series alive, but they were really outclassed last year, and I don't really see much changing.
0: I think I do agree with you on this, Nims, and I would like to say, too, hats off to you for not doing it. I called it! Because you did call that the Warriors would be back, and Fitz and I said Houston. I think this time, yeah, I reckon the Warriors will win game two. Yep. They'll mm-hmm. grab one on the road in Cleveland. That's where Cleveland will win one, and yep. then and they probably wrap it up, wrap it up in yeah, Golden State. I'd say that's
2: the most likely thing. Or I actually think they'll blow out the Cavs in the next game. I if not will by 20 yeah. or so points. They'll just start stroking it from three. And then they'll wrap it up. Yeah, yeah. They'll take a game in Cleveland. They'll come back and they'll, they'll win in Golden State. Yeah, that's what
0: I honestly think is going to happen. Like you said, I think... This loss yep. is going to take a lot out of Cleveland. Yeah. and Bang, bang, bang. They're going to go down by yeah. Yep. No, easily agree. double figures yep. there. Just,
1: just, quickly too. I've got a, I've got a fair bit of respect for LeBron James because you might have seen that he walked out of it. I, you probably haven't seen it, Nettie, but I, I was watching the press conference afterwards because that's just what I do these days now. Just check out press conferences <laughs> and stuff. Yeah. But um, there was this one reporter that just kept. It seemed like what all he wanted to do. And this is like a big complaint, not just in basketball, but in all the media. Everyone wants like that little grab where it's, you know, the explosive sort of thing. Because this guy, you knew that he was trying to prompt LeBron to say something bad about JR. Yeah. He just kept asking, like, so what what do you think your state of mind was? Did he not talk to you? And he's just like, look, man, like this is the sort of stuff that happens on the court and he's like so you didn't know it was in his state of mind and he's just like no <laughs> like, so what you're saying is that, and then LeBron's just sort of gone, ah man the hell it is and he literally walked out Yeah. because he could just really done a J-Sell Herbert he's like well, you know, what, do you, what do you want me to say like, <laughs> <laughs> but he kind of just sort of went look I'm not going anywhere here so I'm uh, just going to leave yeah, and again fair.
0: I just love it that j Herbert and LeBron James in the same <laughs> sentence again it won't be the last time we hear that I think and, and LeBron really is only getting stuck Like, I'm not a massive LeBron James fan. He's like, he's haunted me for many years, like I said. He's got many years to go. He came out and said he wants to play with his son, which I think is... He would be ten years oh. off, or five or six years off.
2: Yeah, I think he's not too far.
0: Yeah, he'll be floating around for a while. He's gonna, you know, give us nightmares forever. I don't think this <laughs> year is his year, though. But we'll we'll have to yeah. wait and see.
2: Yep. No, I think it'll be interesting to see what he does this off season, though. Whether he sticks around or he goes somewhere else, hundred percent. But like, I think Johnny, you're right. If game two, they're just gonna get completely wiped out.
1: Speaking of it, you know, you know what's really hilarious too. In when you look in hindsight like looking back at the uh, the old three kings era of the Miami Heat yeah isn't Chris Bosch the luckiest man on the planet <laughs> yeah yeah and like if you want to talk about a Jace L. Herbert just there for the ride Chris Bosh really
2: much is that I reckon is that's ride. that's Eudonis Haslam that's got him written all over it. being there for yeah, the ride that guy that, man. That's man
0: definitely the case yeah I, bro, Chris Bosch isn't as bad as you're making him out to be
2: man he, it's just because he hates the Raptors eh? <laughs> he
0: really hates those <laughs> Raptors he's just like damn you Chris Bosch. you're an idiot you're an idiot. Bosch. even though you were like an all-star multiple
1: times. You are on up the ride, damn it. It's like, you were just there for the ride. Go break your nose again, idiot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
0: there it is. Oh, that's fantastic. Let's change things up, Nimi. You did. We're going as you do. From elite sports to the nerdiest of nerd on the Star Wars front, because that's how we roll. You did see that new Han Solo movie. We want to know about it. No spoilers, please. <laughs>
1: Look, here's the thing too with the uh, with the new Star Wars films. I don't pay any attention to reviews, anything like that, because the thing with Star Wars and with any sort of big franchise, everyone's got what they think should happen. Plus, when you've got like a huge expanded universe in Star Wars, everyone will have their two two cents to say about it. But I really enjoyed Solo because I went in there, I saw the trailer, and as I said to you, I think we said on the podcast numerous times that like. The trailer really, really looks exciting. It's just like, oh man, how's this guy going to go like replacing Harrison Ford at Han mm. Solo? And I think the verdict is, pretty damn good.
0: Yeah, well, hoping to see it this week coming yeah. up, Johnny. I think I've already asked you about this. Yep. We've got to see it, man. I'm hyped for it. I have seen a couple of people, and I'm going to take your point of view, Nim, over there. See, They thought it was stale.
2: Yeah, yeah. I've, I've read some very mixed reviews about it. Like, I'm I'm excited as anything to see. And apparently, so, near me, uh, Donald Glover was really good as Lando. Very, very, yeah. very cool as Lando
1: Calrissian. No, he's that Chewy is pretty good. It's got that nice... <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's pretty good. Yeah, thanks, man.
1: And the thing is, to, you know, like, not, not every movie is out for everyone. And I, the thing I liked about, the, the thing that I liked about Solo compared to every other Star Wars movie that you go out and look at, which I think maybe, because me and my buddy Jacko, we went and saw it together, my old housemate, and we were just sort of talking afterwards, because he was saying the same thing, like, man, people said that this was the pits, but we really enjoyed it. But we were just sort of thinking, because it's a different sort of Star Wars movie, like, it's not Empire versus Jedi, it's not First Order, versus good it's the story of Han Solo yeah and we know Han is a kind of questionable character
0: yeah definitely but that's what I like about it and Mm. I like that they're doing these I think we've talked about it before but being a massive Chewbacca fan I'm so much hyped up for it, man and I love because you do find out how they met and all that sort of deal yeah
1: yeah yeah it's a very very cool thing very clever how they did it plus I strongly recommend that you don't look at any spoilers, don't look at anything like that because there are some pretty cool things that happen in the film. I won't say what they are and I won't do the JLH... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <a plan. laughs> like there, there's a lot of stuff in there where if you're a big Star Wars fan, you'll go, oh, "That's that's a nice little, nice. Uh, I like how they, do, you know, little things like that."
0: Awesome, man. Oh, well, very... the
1: cast, the cast, it's a very, very good cast.
0: Love the positivity, Nim, because I've heard nothing but negative so far, and yeah, hyped up to see yeah, it this week, Johnny, too. in yep, his own P-nose. man. This uh, is
1: the thing, too. There's probably a lot of Star Wars fans out there, and we encourage you to jump on our Facebook page and maybe go, "You're an idiot, or <laughs> <laughs> I've ever seen this Phantom- <laughs> uh, <laughs> exactly Well, this is the thing Okay, if Solo was so bad What were you expecting to be? That's what I want to know mm. Because I think that's It's a lot of expectation people go in And rightly so But it's like the HL thing I- I- in wrestling People whinge and moat And carry on in their basements With their "woo-woo" Rudy poof Yes As <laughs> JLH would say Because obviously in their mind They've gone painted like Oh, this is going to happen and then this is going to happen. And then the main event, CM Punk's going to come back. And Stone Cold's going to be able to come around. And then like they're going to team up and this is going to happen. And then when it doesn't happen, they're like, that was the worst thing I ever saw. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe if Solo is so bad, what would you have done to make it so much better then?
0: Yeah, definitely let us know. Hit us up on that Facebook page, mm. The Underground Australia. We wouldn't know. What would have you
2: changed up about yeah, it? it's tricky. It's a bit like Rogue One. I mean, they're not really adding to the story. They're just telling more about yeah. it kind of thing. Yeah. You can't, yeah, you can't sort of go too far, and then well, that doesn't work out because that didn't happen in Empire sort of thing. You can't add yeah. to it. You just got to tell more and del- you know delve in a bit deeper. But yeah, I'm pretty ex- excited to see it, and he will definitely check it out this week. And Hell we'll yeah! Have
1: a look at Last Jedi because remember, I really liked the Last Jedi when it came out last year. But yeah, when the Force Awakens came out, everyone loved it, but the biggest criticism was just like, oh, it's too much like a New Hope. It's too much like the old movies. It's too much like this. So then Last Jedi came out, and then it's just like. That's a completely different yep. sort of story. What would anyone like that would never? like, okay, so you first off, you complain that it's too much like the old Star Wars movies. Right. Okay. So we'll make one that's completely different from the other se- from the other seven. This
0: is completely
2: different. Yeah. I couldn't agree more with that because that's what I was reading into it as well. Yeah. <laughs> like, you just can't please everybody, can you?
0: No, no, it seems no. like you can't please anybody <laughs> or anyone.
2: <laughs> yep. No wonder George Lucas went and sold things uh, to the Disney. You know,
1: what, you can deal with it. i have seen people coming around to my house, man.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Good luck with that sort of deal, man.
1: Wow. Uh, hey, Nettie. too, so one thing before we uh, wrap it up, there's some pretty cool. Uh, new releases coming out through Magic Ninja, aren't
0: they? Oh, there definitely is, man. Axe Murder Boy's releasing their new album, Murte. It drops on June the 15th, so I'll be bumping that in order for this big tour coming out a little bit later on this month, too. So, yeah, Magic Ninja doing big things. This is long awaited. Be sure to scoop that up. There will be copies of it available on the MA shop. Of course, Twisted Shop as well. But the main thing at the minute, though, Nim, is all about this Gmo Ski Tour. We're going to be talking to Gmo about it a little bit shortly. It's a mm-hmm. long time in and they're coming and I'm very much looking forward to it as we spoke about a little bit earlier. So, if you haven't picked up those tickets, the theundergroundaustralia.com.au and of course Magic Ninja Australia for those VIPs, which are going yeah. out the door like toilet paper to a Herbert. <laughs> <laughs> is what you saying, John. Nailed it. <laughs> very, very good. And the
1: thing, too, is I, as you know, Nitty, I love Gmo Ski. I think he's one of the most talented. MCs, not just on the Magic Ninja roster, but just full stop in general. And I would love to see that guy uh, spit a few bars live. Not only that, too, I would love to just talk his ear off about video games, because one of the things that I really loved is that when you went to Astronomicon, he was dressed as Scorpion, Yeah. my favourite Mortal Kombat character. Style. Yeah. And I'm really, really hoping to uh, catch up with Gmo and just chew his ear off with numerous stuff.
0: Oh, definitely, man. It'll be going down. And the thing about Gmo Ski, and Johnny, I want to talk to you about mm-hmm. this really quickly before we do wrap it up. Do you remember, oh, I don't even know how long ago it was now, but we went to the first Hobson show. He had about 20,000 likes yep. on Facebook yeah. at that yep. stage. He come out to Australia, blew fans away, and then all of a sudden he's like one of the biggest yep. rap artists ever. Like at the moment, he's just blown up. I honestly think
2: Gmo has the, the same sort of uh, the same sort potential of going yeah.
0: for him. And I think this Australian tour is going to be massive for him, he's going to come out here, there's going to be none of that, you know, Insane Clown Posse versus GMO Ski yep. thing, he's going to open up like to a whole new audience that don't even know what's going on there, and they're going to see him for the lyrical genius that he is. Yeah,
2: just for the music, yeah.
0: Just for the music, man, yep. and I think it's going to be a very yep. big, big thing for I him. Think,
2: so, um, I think i draw some comparisons to Hobson as well, then the yeah. second or the third time whatever we went and saw him and it was just packed out, yeah, like, there packed. were people ever to see him as the main act, it was just pretty Amazing, actually. So I think, yeah, similar things happening for Gmo, and this could be the start of it. Yeah, definitely. I saw a
1: couple of weeks back, well, not a couple of weeks back, it was pretty recent when I think about it, but that cool little collab he did with Lex the Hexmaster.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah, joke's over. That's, yeah, definitely, man. Like, that's a new video out now for Gmo. I think it came off his of Lex's album from last year. I My mean, old brain's not working too well today. It's so, like,
1: okay, I'm thinking! <laughs> uh, it's one of those things too, but like, I often... The thing I love about hip-hop is it can be a gateway to finding many, many other artists. Like, I really got into the Aussie hip-hop scene because I really like the Hilltop Hoods, so I was searching out you know, their guest appearances on other albums like Hijack and Torture with the Funkos and guys like that, and then you sort of really get into, hey man, Hijack and Torture are pretty cool too, and then you sort of search for their collabs with other people to find more of their stuff, and then it just keeps snowballing and snowballing and snowballing, and you're probably the same too, Nettie, you just sort of find, I need to hear more of these guys, and then you find out who they do collabs with you end up liking the guys that they do collabs with and definitely getting bigger and bigger
3: and bigger
0: 100 percent. so you think of it like this fellas and obviously i'm very m e biased i still love icp and all that sort of stuff yeah. definitely Love, nothing but love for them, guys. I'm not getting amongst all the drama, but I think it's great that they're coming out here. GMO opening up for a totally new audience in Strange mm-hmm. Music. You think of all those Ritz fans, all of those Stevie Stone fans, they're going to see this guy possibly for the first time, first time they've even heard of him, and are just going to be blown
2: yeah. away. And like what Nims are sort of saying, like they probably found Ritz through someone else because, yeah, you know, exactly. he has been on the scene for a long time and they probably that's found him through I found someone Ritz, else. I yeah, found exactly. Ritz
0: through Tech Niner, yeah, 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 so yeah, exactly. Like a, the That's how it works, and
2: thank God for Spotify. You just Keep tapping on recommendations, <laughs> and you end up who knows where.
1: <laughs> it's actually really funny too, many because I think I've told this to you before. Uh, I don't know if, if we've ever shared the story to Tech Nine. Cause I'd love to be able to tell this to him too. But like, I got introduced to Tech Nine. Because that was a mixtape that some guy just randomly put out where he mixed a whole bunch of MCs over the top of GoldenEye 007. <laughs>
0: yeah, I remember that. I, yeah, remember that. I remember that too. That. And uh, very similar. I remember Fitzy telling me, this is before I even knew Fitzy, I think you got into Tech 9 through a
2: video game as well? Yeah, didn't you? it was. Um, one of his songs was on Madden 2004. That's, that's what was it was a beast. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: I love that. Like, I cannot remember what we did last week, but I do remember yeah. Fitzy going, <laughs> yeah. I discovered. Tech Nine through a video game. That was
2: ever ready. And then I got way into that album like years ago. Yeah. It's still probably his best too. Just quietly.
1: Tech Nine is actually one of the favorite workout soundtracks of Dwayne the Rock Johnson. We've seen. How much love that the Rock's been showing Tech Nine, and, all, and it's reciprocated too, which is really, really cool when you sort of think. I love that. Yeah, and that's up fun too when you just sort of realise just how many different layers upon layers upon layers like uh, these things all connect up.
0: Well, just what you were just talking about—the snowball effect—happened with the Rock because I've seen mm. the Rock give props to Ritz, I've seen him give yeah. props to Mayday, and that's all through Tech yeah. Nine. so and that's the
2: Rock, man. Yeah, that's yeah, it's so cool. big time. Exactly. Exactly.
0: But anyway, much like JLH's time on the football park, no doubt, we best wrap this up.
1: (laughs) We just want a quick prediction. So let's just say... Before we Hit the stop button Because let's face it I bet you We can put this out Before Jay kicks a goal <laughs> What do you think In terms of his performance How many touches Do you reckon he'll get Well I'm going to say That he'll get Maybe One to two possessions
2: <laughs> Now it depends on What de is a touch Like the ball hitting him Or Just when he gets a possession <laughs> no, it's, the actually best be, it's
1: actually Got to be a possession Okay, okay. A possession. Anything that ricochets Up his back <laughs> something Like that
2: uh, He leads the league For those
1: will what you know, and this is this is actually pretty cool, right? So, as you know, I've done a couple of work, um, a bit of work through my nine to five job with the AFL, which is our elite, like the highest level of JLH football that we play in this country. And I've been in the stats room where they have with champion data, like you know, and it's huge. There's literally people looking, like you know, ticking off every handball, ticking off everything like that. It is insane the champion data people work. If you're a champion data guy and you have to follow around JLH, you're very, <laughs> very quiet there at
0: the office. <laughs> now, man, I, I, you're making predictions left, right, and centre. I'm going to make another prediction, and this is a horrible thing to say. <laughs> I almost shouldn't say it, and I hope this doesn't happen.
1: Hang on, can I, can I predict it? Yeah, OK, <laughs> <Next> go. week? <laughs> hey? He's going to be back on the podcast next week? Yeah, that's my <laughs> prediction. My
0: prediction is, is that he's going to take some sort of ginger bump. Oh, good Oh, <laughs> <cast> again. <laughs> <laughs> He'll get the little nick on the head. He'll trip over his shoelace. And his face
2: or, will puff up again. Yeah, his face it? will
0: be all puffed up again. And next week, here, he is grumpier and sour
2: than ever. So Anyone so with then. me on yeah, that? Yeah, I'm with you 100%. Yep. We do love you, Herb.
1: Then we'll, then we'll extend that. Which part of Jay's body will be injured? <laughs> Have him
2: back in? I think it'll be the calf. It's about time that blew up for him this season.
1: I'm, I'm going to go with the shoulder. I'm going to say shoulder because the man has had shoulder injuries. Yep, yep.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Putting stuff back in the pantry.
0: Yeah, yeah. Okay, so the shoulder's probably going to blow out, but I also think, because he hasn't... He clearly hasn't treated the bratch thing on yep. his head. He clearly hasn't done whatever the doctors have told him to do. <laughs> mm. He's going to get a bit of dirt in it today, like, by falling yep. over into the dirt. <laughs> his yep. face is going to puff back up. Yep. Bam, he's out for an, probably the season.
2: Yep, yeah. put him on ice. Uh, okay, so there's our predictions.
1: It's funny, too, because, like, when you watch the footy show, you don't often see, So do you reckon the Brodie Grundy's going to go down with a calf or <laughs>
2: <laughs> or a puffy face. Yeah,
0: God bless him though, Jay. We really hope it doesn't happen, man. But I still think it will. Yeah. Nim, we have a massive guest next week.
1: Oh, yeah. The man himself. The game. Triple H will be joining us. We caught up with him during the week. And uh, we'll play that for you next week.
0: Oh, hell yeah. Hunter Hearst Helmsley from the WWE. That's heading your way next week. But Gmo, up next. <laughs> This is Ernie C from
1: Body Count and you're listening to The Underground.
0: The ME Australian Evasion gets underway later this month and we have the master of filth G Mo Ski himself on the line joining Strange Music's Ritz and Stevie Stone for two big shows. G Mo, how are you man?
3: Yo, what's good man? I'm chilling. I'm in the studio drinking Hennessy with my friend. I'm excited to come to Australia, you know what I'm saying? Get me some, some kangaroo, get some pocket, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> That's what it's all about.
0: Yeah, you just schooled me on the pocket thing, man. I hadn't heard of that one before and I've lived here my whole life. So there you go.
3: Yeah, man, I'll freak that, man.
0: All right, man. Well, how does it finally feel to be heading out here, Gmo? Because you do have a legit following
3: yo it's dope bro because i got two friends out there man i got the homie matthew Gracian and my homie glenn and i've been like talking to them on on the internet since forever you know the homie glenn he helps me with my website and you know they made a facebook page like bring gmo to australia i play video games with them and you know it's dope to be finally coming out there because those are the homies and i feel like they really spread my music out there since the start you know so i'm really excited to just meet those dudes and and all the other australian fans cuz it's been dope man like those are the homies man i play a lot of video games with australians bro. <laughs> y'all y'all yo the australians are my shooters on video games bro we be playing grand theft auto we be yo real shots.
0: Yeah, true story right there. I don't know, Glenn, I do know Matthew Gracian though. We do call him Grashmo because he is such a big Gmo ski fan, and he actually got me into you back in the day, so he has been spreading the word since day one and very much excited for it. June 20th and the 21st, you're going to be out here, Gmo, so not too long at all.
3: Yeah, man, I'm ready, man. Right now, I'm shooting a video. You know, after this video, I'm just ready to come out there, and cook, you know what I mean?
0: Yeah, definitely, man. And can you tell us about this video? I saw a little bit of a teaser for it yesterday. You had the, the dude from Jackass there all, all ready to go with... What are they called? Oompa Loompa look about him, yeah? It's the whole filth factory.
3: Yeah, man, it's like the first chapter of the Filth Factory, man. I'm finna just, you know, nobody's heard anything from it. Nobody's, you know what I mean? This is about to be the big debut of the Filth Factory. I'm, I'm letting the kids into the gates, you know, for the first time, you know? And I think people just need to be excited to see what's about to happen because it's hilarious. You have more shooting to do, but what we shot so far, bro, it's already just, it's hella funny, so.
0: Man, very much looking forward to it. Can you let us know, GMO, when, when can we expect to? To see this video
3: eventually Eventually. <laughs> matter of fact never worry the 33rd
0: never worry th- okay well yeah look out for that
3: keep it real the video might be coming out this month it might just be coming out this month but you never know though but you just might you know you never know
0: oh all right man cool that's what I like to hear man can you let us know about your time at Astronomicon you seemed to have a lot of fun when you were there
3: Yo, Astronomicon was the sh**, man. Number one, I was just proud of the label, you know what I mean? Like, to put it together and how it came together, it was perfect, man. And all the stars that were there, you know, they had wrestlers there, they had horror movie icons there, you know, like Kane Hodder, you know what I mean? Jason Mewes, is that his name? Yes. From Jan Silent Bob?
0: Yeah, that's him.
3: Dog, everybody was there, so... It was real fun. And not only that, but the Smash Bros. tournament, I started a snowball fight. Man, there's too many highlights from that Astronomicon, man. Words can barely describe
0: that. Most definitely. Well, it's good that you're kind of a little bit drunk here, Gmo, because I want to know do you have a good Australian accent in you. You've heard a few of us, Ozzy. I
3: don't, dog. I've been trying, like, I really don't. That's why I've been talking about kangaroo (laughs) <laughs> it's like, it cancels it out. I don't need to, like, make fun of the accent. I'm just, just where the kangaroos at, feel me?
0: <laughs> well, we're going to try to get lot. you to see some kangaroos, man, so you'll be able to check them out in person.
3: Man, word up. I'm trying to see all that, man. But everybody's been talking about y'all spiders and snakes. I'm not really f- that particularly. <laughs> like, I don't f- f- with snakes, bro. But, like, I probably shouldn't say that. Uh, Hopefully I- we don't see any of those.
0: I think you'll be pretty
3: safe. (laughs) I can capture a spider. I'll capture a spider in a jar, but I ain't trying to see no snakes, man. That shit is just inappropriate.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I agree with you on that. All right, well, I do have a... I know you're strapped for time, so I do have a little Aussie sort of test here to get you through, to get you prepared for the tour, Gmo. You might not be able to make fun of our slang, but do you know some of the sayings that we say? I'm going to give you a bit of a test. Are you up for this?
3: I don't think I know anything. Nah, hell nah, dude. Like, I really don't, because it seems like... You know, Matthew Grayson might be like, he's like my first impression of of, of Australia, dog. And he damn near, try, he damn near talks like a New Yorker. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you feel me? Like Matthew Grayson talk like he's from out here, bro, just with an Australian accent. So all I know about is kangaroos, vegetables. <laughs> I know about the kiwis thing, right? I know about that, right? And like, you shouldn't call somebody a kiwi or something like that.
0: Well, the Kiwis is the New Zealanders, man. So, yeah, definitely don't refer to Australians as Kiwis because it won't make a lot of sense.
3: See, there we go, dog. See, that's about as... Go ahead. Game me up, man. Lace me with some game. Tell me what I need to know right now.
0: All right, man. Well, it sounds like you're not going to be over this because I hear you on Grey Show. He is like a New York, a gangster Australian style. Have you heard the term taking the piss? Do you know what that means, GMO?
3: Hell no, dog. Taking the piss. Anybody in here? No, never heard of it. I've
0: heard it, but I don't know. Heard it, but don't know what it means. It, it means busting balls over there, making fun of somebody. So if someone's to take the piss out of you, Gmo, which I don't think is going to happen, it, it means they're making fun of you. Oh,
3: uh, somebody's over there taking the piss. Okay, I got you, for sure.
0: Okay, and I'm just going to give you one more because the others are so far off topic, you won't even get it. Have you heard of a budgie smuggler? Hell no. Nah. Say that again? A budgie smuggler. Hell nah, dog. What is that? That is something that you probably won't be bringing out here. It's the male bikini G-string. I think you call it a banana hammock. Yeah. <laughs> bro, bro,
3: what did you just say?
0: <laughs> it is a male thong. Mick Foley referred to it as a banana hammock. That's what you guys call it over there.
3: Well, that is... Man, that's, see, that's some wild sh- Right. But what do I need to know about, like, you know what I mean? You got to give me some real I know ain't nobody gonna be running around with no banana hammocks. That's a so on, Ain't nobody better not have no banana hammocks.
0: That's why I was going for it, man, for the comedic value side of things. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Darn, okay, okay.
0: And you're like, Yo, what is wrong with this guy?
3: What's an insult, man? Just in case somebody wanna walk past me and call me a bitch and I don't even know it.
0: If you get called a bitch, that basically is the same deal over here, but it's bizarre, but don't worry, we'll be there to <laughs> we'll take care it. of you.
3: I'm coming with bitch citations, bruh. And I'm handing these out. Oh. They gonna act like bitches. I got... <laughs> I got bitch citations Yo I'm bringing these You're gonna love these bro I got these sticky notes bro They're called Bitch citations And you And they have like It's damn near like A hundred different types Of bitches on here And you check What type of bitch Somebody's being And you give them This bitch citation bro I think you guys Are gonna love this
0: Oh wow Look out That's definitely Something to look out for Well thank you so much Jima I appreciate you Taking some time out Listening to my nonsense It's not too long at all now We're like 17 days away From it, June 20 In Sydney at the Oxford Art Factory and June 21st in Melbourne at the Laundry Bar. Pick up those tickets right now and VIPs available at Magic Ninja Australia as well. Thanks so much, Gmo. Appreciate it, man.
3: Hell yeah. Man, Australia, I'm coming, man. What's good? Let's do it. Phil, M Gang, Magic Ninja, we out here. Yeah.